rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all. This is Amariah. If you have something weighing on your heart right now, chances are you could use some energy balancing. Healing is dynamic when we practice together. That's why I'm offering a free group Reiki session. We'll let out and lift up what arises with energy healing. Register on fluidjourney.com in the offerings tab under group sessions. That's F-L-U-I-D-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y.com. Thank you for listening. Lift yourself from the brown sticky mud and open your curious eyes and heart right now. Because everything you learned when you were heading into grade school is still relevant today. We are your hosts, Devon. And Amariah. And you are listening to Center of the Sun Podcast. Thank you for listening. So going to bed on time, eating breakfast when you wake up, and getting the day started the right way are how you behave as a human. And it's so simple. But why are you still stuck in the mud? Why are you still so stagnant? Today, we are going to continue supporting your journey by answering your common questions about spirituality. Sometimes it's easier to resolve stagnation in your life when you hear someone else share their journeys. So what's your intention for today, Devon? Hey, Amariah. My intention for today is to just not cuss anybody out at work. That's been my intention all day. And I think I've been doing pretty well because my attitude is a little bit spicy and I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to remember that I have all of the control, but it's hard to do. I just had a long day at work. What is your intention for today? 
my intention for today is more so for just life in general to not um, succumb to anxiety because I feel like I, I can spiral pretty quickly and just to use the tools that I have available to me to help pull me out of it. And you just, speaking of tools, you just introduced me to that. What is that email client thing? The automation client that you were talking about the other day? Flowdesk. Yeah. I'm like, those are some good tools. But that's just an example of just like getting your life together. But I just thought about that when you said tool, because I've been thinking about email automations lately. But, But last week, we talked about spirituality and the definition of spirituality and I really liked our conversation because it centered around common questions and just like general things that people don't really understand about their own spirit. We both spoke about spirituality as a relationship. I thought that was pretty interesting. I think about it more so as a relationship with your emotions And I feel like your spirituality is like a manifestation of your emotional self. Amariah, you spoke about spirituality as a relationship. Do you mind like reminding me what you said, please? (laughs) Sure, I can do that. I'm pulling it up. That's all right. Sure, I can do that. I have been thinking about spirituality as a relationship that I have to and with other beings, my environment, the universe and nature around me. Yeah, I feel like that covers a lot of ground and it's pretty broad, but that's what fits for me. I like it was very is very concise, like around like the because it's how your mind works. And I think a lot of people forget that your spirituality is external it is external there are things in the environment that you encounter but it's also relates a lot to yourself absolutely yeah what would you consider the spiritual self to be you gave an excellent example a little bit earlier about going to a concert and it remind or like a live event and it reminded me of Beyonce or formation the formation tour and like being stuffed in a small space with like hundreds of sweaty people like yelling and being pretty well they're yelling at me for like leaning on them because I'm drunk like having a great time but I feel like when you were like yeah it's like a it's like a live event it reminded me that is a perfect example of the spiritual self because your body is interacting with the people and the places and the things that are like all around you the the emotions that other people have they have effect have an effect on you and i remember going to detroit i forget what year it was do you remember what year that was yes it was 2016 Oh my God, really? We And we really have a cute picture. We got to find that picture. It was so cute. I still look at it. I think it's on my Facebook. But I remember going to Detroit. I guess it was 2016. Wow, that was a long time ago. That was before Trump. Mm-hmm. That was the year. That was like the last little bit of happiness we had. Do you remember? Because it was it went it was downhill. It's been downhill for four years. It's yeah, it's been pretty tough. So since yeah. 2016. Oh my god. But I remember being compelled 
to sit as closely as I could to Beyonce as because I had a really bad ticket. I remember I was like maybe in the nosebleeds and you were a little bit closer to the front and I wanted to sit with y'all so bad. So I was like, I don't care. I'm squeezing in. I'm coming up here. Like arrest me, please. We're in Detroit. This is like where black people are. Like I'm allowed to be like ridiculous. All I remember is that being in an event like that was compelling and I couldn't sit down and it was more so it was I felt more compelled I think 2016 was just a lot of energy going on and because I had seen Beyonce like multiple times I went to Destiny's Child concerts like I had been all up and in Beyonce concerts and uh, yeah I just felt like it was like a, a little bit more transcendent than a normal concert do you remember anything about that day Amariah? Yes, I definitely loved that concert and especially being with you and our other friends. And I'm remembering that it was also right after the Pulse nightclub shooting a couple days after. And yeah, yeah, feeling really affected by that and, and upset. And going to the concert was just really uplifting. And even Beyonce dedicated a song to the victims. So... In a way, I felt like we were trying to process our trauma, collective trauma during that experience, almost like we were led to the concert and it felt like church or another place of worship. Right. A transcendent, kind of a transcendent experience. And what was the most frustrating thing about that whole time was that it ended. I was pissed. I was so pissed it was over. I didn't even realize it was over, honestly. We kept going. We did have a dance party afterwards. And I think our Airbnb host (laughs) emailed us and said that we were too loud. Oh, yeah. We were loud the moment we walked in that building. It was the (laughs) we got shushed the moment because, of course, we brought a whole speaker and like (laughs) was on the roof and like doing too much like in this. But it was a loft style Airbnb. It was a very high ceiling. So it was like inevitable. But it was like it was at the time where people rented them out and like people actually lived in those places and it was almost it was weird because they were like writers and stuff like that but anyway i really feel like the spiritual self you just have to you just have to recognize like when you're feeling that euphoria and for no reason then because you're with a bunch of other people or like on in a mountain or something like when you start feeling those things i feel like that is the perfect example of like your spiritual self and you're supposed to recognize it like you're supposed to like be mindful of it and that's when it becomes like spirituality i don't know i don't know anyway and mariah do you have any yeah i just was like reminded that i also i feel like when i go to concerts for like artists that I really love, like when I went to see Rihanna the first time I saw AFI and like all these bands that I liked and first heard about in high school, I just remember like crying and seeing other people crying, like falling out and like meeting, doing the meet and greet afterwards and not being able to even talk <laughs> to the artists as they're so excited. Oh um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, those types of life life experiences that just make a mark on you and help you feel like you belong to something right 
and the fact that you can remember it like the back of your hand, I feel like that is like how you're spiritual. But is it really important? I don't know. Is it some? Do I sound like a little bit like too woo woo or whatever it is? Like, MRI, why do you think that being spiritual is even important to even talk about for a whole effing podcast? <laughs> yeah, I think being spiritual is important because it can help you find your grounding and make sense of your physical reality and even help you become more present in what's happening in the world rather than closed off. And it can even help you establish a connection to your ancestors, which it's definitely done for me and has made me more aware of the healing that I can do for my, myself, for my family, and for the people in my community. Yeah. And spirituality for me just feels important i don't know it just always has i don't really know i can't really articulate it it's a weird feeling but just going along the same lines what is even a spiritual person how would you know yeah yeah how do you know if you're spiritual for me, I feel like a spiritual person is somebody who is in tune with themselves, with their wants and their needs, and connected to their desire. And then they work to express that in their own way. And even if you, you know, haven't gotten to the place where you know exactly what your wants and needs and desires are, just like not feeling how you are expressing yourself in the present moment is the full expression of yourself it's okay i can i can be more of me and how do i get to that place exactly and a spiritual person is just you have to be want it i don't know like i was on the clubhouse app today and people are just i just feel like people are resistant and now there are plenty of rooms where come get a reading a psychic reading Come hear the Akashic record or some, there's all, there's a whole bunch of spiritual things, but what if you don't vibe with any of that and you still want to be like a spiritual person? It doesn't have to be a specific thing. Like you don't have to be a witch or something, but you have to want to connect. Like you have to have a desire for it. Yeah. I think that the, when you said pleasures and desires and expressing them, I think that is like a huge component, a huge component. Any thoughts, MRI? Yeah, like you said, Devon, you have to seek it out. A way that you can bring spirituality into your life is to ask for it. Ask the universe. You can ask your ancestors. You can ask your guides. And just let them know that you're ready and willing to, to move on to that path. And what I've been learning from some of the some of the people that I look up to in, in the spiritual realm is there. They talk about consent a lot and you're going to be introduced to things that you're ready for. So if you're ready for my deeper connection or connection in general, asking for it and saying I'm ready is a good way. Also following what you find yourself interested in. There are so many online workshops and conferences that focus on spirituality and energy healing and magic. 
especially now that we're in a pandemic, so many things have been made virtual and that's just made it so much more accessible to people across the world. Like having, being able to go to workshops that are happening in California. I might have to stay up a little later because it's on PST, but it's still, I wouldn't be able to do that otherwise. And that's been very helpful following people on social media that you just feel drawn to and even just looking at books, um, looking at book reviews and seeing if there's something that that draws your attention. And keep binge watching that thing that you love binge watching. I watched Stargate for the third time and I'm like, I might love Stargate. This might be a, my ministry. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course. Stargate. Some other suggestions I have are listen to intuitive thoughts that come up for you. It feels to me like hearing a song for the first time and thinking this sounds familiar. How did you bring it into your life? How did you bring spirituality into your life? Great question. So from the time I was really young, I remember always having really vivid and terrifying dreams usually about apocalyptic settings and what yeah jesus christ yeah whoa that's that's terrifying (laughs) yes terrifying so i've always been very sensitive to violence and horror even though i've also been very interested in it it just feels like too much sometimes do you know why because you don't actually die it's like weird it's like you activate your brain chemicals but you don't die so you keep seeking it a little bit but if it's traumatic it could also like cause ptsd too, like negative feelings too but yeah sorry to cut you off it was just weird that's just something i learned that's why people ride roller coasters so i think don't you like roller coasters i sure do i love so it that's the same thing because you don't die like you're getting thrown off of like a cliff but you don't die so you keep wanting to do it it's just a weird thing but anyway you said that you grew up as a kid you had some terrifying dreams and they stuck with you they did so when i started learning about dreams i would go to bookstores and find dream interpretation books and stuff and i came across information about lucid dreaming which is when you're aware that you're dreaming and then you can start to control your actions or what can, what occurs in the dream. And eventually I just got really sick of having nightmares and sleep paralysis, which is very uncomfortable, and decided to try to control what happened in my sleep more by learning about how to take control. I came across Ryan Cropper, who's a spiritual life coach, and a YouTuber who has so many videos about astral projection and other just like things about spirituality. And I was like, oh, I can actually learn how to do this. There are processes and exercises that I can do to help me not feel alone in my dreams and actually, yeah, change them for the better. What about you? I think you mentioned Ryan Cropper. Either you mentioned Ryan Cropper the other day or somebody else mentioned Ryan Cropper the other day. And I was like, I don't know who Ryan Cropper is. And then literally on YouTube, somebody, I must have commented on one of Ryan Cropper's videos about fermentation. Like I had a fermentation kick for a while and he's hot for one. I was like British, but only British people got cute because of Clubhouse. I'm like, oh my God, like he was cute then, but I'm like, oh, like British people are like, these people are beautiful. Like I'm so intrigued. 
But anyway, Ryan Cropper, he's very handsome. And he has some good information about fermentation. But yeah, it's just weird how that popped up the other day. Yeah, I was like, have you heard of Ryan Cropper? (laughs) And it was so serendipitous. I was like, wait, and I must have commented, this is great. And somebody liked it and it gives you a notification on YouTube. And I was like, Ryan Cropper. It was just like one of those things where I'm like, wow. And I was like, oh yeah, he's hot. Like he has really nice eyes and nice hair. He's cute. I love a man (laughs) with nice hair. But I know that Detroit is like, ooh, Detroit is such a, like a spiritual place. You were telling me about another time you went to Detroit. Yeah, and it was also with you. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. We have so much fun in Detroit. Yeah, we have. So another entry point for me with spirituality was when we went to the Allied Media Conference in Detroit in 2011. And the, the Allied Media Conference is a media, art, and technology conference that works to address the roots of problems and advance holistic solutions toward a more just and creative world. So think, I just always think about DIY, like creating zines and people like putting out media that helps their community. Of course, like being the type of conference that it is, they have a healing space and I received an, my first acupuncture experience there and I felt so relaxed and super tuned in the entire weekend I'm so mad I didn't get to do it with you I'm still mad dang (laughs) because it was like full like you got in quick yeah I was like very intent about getting in there (laughs) right yeah, maybe we can try it another time together. Oh my God. As soon as the panorama's over, we're in there like swimwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just gotta wait for this paranormal to be over. <laughs> oh my God. And when pe- Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, 
they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. People say panoramic. I die, die every time. <laughs> Who? What the fuck is a panoramic? What? Anyway, so you got in this acupuncture thing and... Is that kind of a, a man? Is that a time when you was that like a memorable time about spirituality, or why did you bring that up? Yeah, it was like one of the first times that I felt like um, just completely like calm in my body, and I I was having a new experience. I couldn't stop thinking about it after it was done. I was like, wow, that was really transformative for me, and. Yeah, even though I went to other workshops that weekend, it, it was like the acupuncture that really stayed on my mind. So I went to the AMC another two times after that, and I was very attracted to the workshops about healing. In particular, a workshop that I went to that was facilitated by Adrienne Marie Brown. It was called Moving Grief Through the Body, and it was basically about holding a lot of shit inside and like where grief is stored in your body and healing that trauma. If you're interested in learning more about trauma and bodies and like how it's stored, there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score by a psychiatrist named Bessel van der Kolk. I recommend it. But anyway, about the workshop, one of the activities we did was we paired up with someone else and we were supposed to stand about an arm's length apart from each other and take turns sending energy from our hands. And I was just like super unsure about what I was doing. Are they going to, is this person going to feel it? Am I doing this wrong? Just totally second guessing my abilities. And I did eventually like feel something but I didn't trust myself enough to like fully fully be in it so it led me to look more into things like Reiki because I know that Adrian and Marie Brown is I think Reiki attuned and there were lots of other healers in the space that I felt like I could look up to and I got their emails but that was definitely a pivotal point in my spiritual path and just like seeking do you still do like acupuncture and stuff I've done it a few more times. It's not my favorite because sometimes I feel like the like the needles get into my skin in a weird way and it like hurts and it shouldn't do that. No, Chinese people love it when it hurts. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. They get that stuff done every day. There's more intense levels to it too, where they love it. Not love it. And I've never been to China, so I don't really know. But there was a resident doctor like on YouTube who explained acupuncture and talked about like the meridians and there's really like nerves like meridians like it's real yeah but there's like more intense levels to it but i've never tried it before oh you haven't okay i know it helps with like cancer or something but yeah it's it uses like a similar system to what it's like balancing the energy system through these like nerves and things like balls of nerves and meridians and stuff so i recommend it check it out 
Yeah, I don't know. I grew up such like a sheltered person. Like I never heard of acupuncture or any of this until recently, honestly. And I grew up like such a sheltered child, Christian boy, a little Christian boy. But the way I let spirituality into my life was just because it was fed to me at first. My family is very spiritual. Like to this day, if I called my grandma right now, all we would talk about is Romans and how the world's ending. And it's fine, but I'm like, I don't believe that. But, but it took me a while to uptake Christianity, honestly, because I always had the voice in the back of my mind. Like, it was just so boring. I hated it. So I just, I hate doing things. Like today at work, like I just was so frustrated. I don't like doing things I don't want to do. So church was one of those things. But I eventually accepted it and got baptized and all that kind of stuff. And... I always had a sense of spirituality, like you, having vivid dreams. Now, I wasn't, it wasn't apocalyptic, but I definitely was, and it wasn't even lucid, honestly, but it's very real. And fortunately, I think growing up as a Christian and letting spirituality in my life through that way was fine because I get to have a perspective because i think you even said you've never like voluntarily even gone to church yeah i haven't and it's kind of just like odd to me because it's i if i wasn't if yeah it's just like it was it's very easy to get into it but but you've but we've share a lot of spiritual beliefs and we have totally different upbringings so it's interesting how you arrive you converge at the same point but I let a spirituality in my life more so through Christianity. And then it just like evolved from there. But but you just kind of know that you're spiritual. I don't know. It's like a weird, it's just like a weird thing to talk about. But developing spiritually was very important for me, especially during college. Like when I started criti- critically thinking about stuff, I really was bothered by the fact that I was not critically thinking about my spirituality and it was like Oprah and like Eckhart Tolle that like helped me develop spiritually like reading a new earth by Eckhart Tolle and really literally learning about mindfulness like I had never learned about it. like why did never no one ever tell me to pay attention to anything like it's just Christianity is so odd they're just they say they tell you to pay attention to a lot of things but it's not yourself And it's just like a weird upbringing, but my spiritual path has been pretty linear, honestly. And recently it's evolved a lot because the government keeps releasing things about fucking aliens. So I'm just like, wow. I'm just like, I think that's why they can't really say because everybody's shit will get loose. And I think that's a huge concern to have. (laughs) It's like making sure you like realize, okay, if you get into Scientology, like you might be like believing in some stuff you are not 100% on. And that's just what's come up for me is like facing these alternate beliefs. There are a lot of issues that come up with spirituality. Amariah, do you have any thoughts about some spiritual issues you've got encountered? Yeah, for sure. I think going along with what you're saying, the and what the purpose of the podcast is, like sifting through things and using your best judgment 
and what feels right to you can be helpful in in discerning like what you want to continue with because not every everything is for everybody and if something's for you you'll probably feel like it works for you a lot better but some of the spiritual issues that have come up for me and also I've just seen out there and the internet verse especially are cultural appropriation and oppression within the spiritual community so some thoughts I have about that are just try to be respectful and when you know better do better so if you are practicing something that that someone tells you is a part of their like cultural background and it's not meant to be practiced by somebody who's not from that cultural background make sure to just listen to them and hear them out and maybe find something else that is not cultural appropriation Uh, for example one thing is that's been just up a lot is using white sage for smoke cleansing and white sage is over harvested it is endangered and it's used mostly by indigenous peoples in the americas for ritual and of course there are so many industries that are profiting off of white sage being commercialized and also palo santo and it feels very much like a prepackaged version of spirituality that's oh use this to clean your house just like alongside the pine saw or whatever but this is actually what is called a closed practice um, using white sage for smoke cleansing and i feel like if you are invited to partake in a practice that's totally different there are also a lot of other plants that you can use to smoke cleanse if that's what you choose to do rosemary and there are so many other ways to cleanse a space that don't even require smoke at all but just in general research the practices that people from your own cultural group do and have done and learn about them because that's going to be that's going to be the most rooted thing for you and as i was mentioning earlier just trust yourself and if something doesn't feel right you don't have to do it and acknowledge when it does feel good okay so another issue is spiritual bypassing and toxic positivity and you might have So if you want to add about this, Devon, but spiritual bypassing is when somebody glazes over emotional, physical, or mental concerns that somebody has and minimizes their pain and usually using like a spiritual quick fix or a phrase to help them. So if somebody's ever told you, have you tried yoga or saying like good vibes only, this just displays that someone is emotionally unavailable to meet you where you are and shuts down people who are trying to say how they really feel. And it's frustrating because people ignore the full range of human emotion. And even at work, like you're supposed to be happy-go-lucky and like always on top and like this and that, but it's wait, no, like what if something doesn't feel right? Or what if it, what if something warrants a negative response and or a positive response like i was on clubhouse today and i was just trying to encourage people to stop playing impression 
yeah stop playing impression olympics damn it stop trying to be the freaking center of attention but oppression olympics like just talking about white supremacy and like very centering always centering white supremacy and like all of these things and allowing it to perpetually be pervasive in our society and and clouding our ability to connect with our emotions i really think that spiritual bypassing is one of the it's one of the biggest issues with spirituality is trying because humans i think trend want to trend towards good there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with trying to trend towards good vibes but we're also extremely analytical beings and we have this like innate ability to recognize patterns and survive in these like crazy environments so i feel like it's an imperative to understand how it all works and not in the context of anyone else but yourself of course people like their interpersonal relationships but i feel like you need to first go within i don't know do you agree I think going within is a really good way to approach it. And if that also leads you to talking with other people or having experiences that bring you together in a group, that's great too. And yeah, generally when you're working with spirituality, you should always just take what suits you and apply those lessons to your life, uh, good or bad. You should always Follow what your heart says and your feelings will, they will come when they need to. You don't have to worry about it. And your spirituality is generally a personal journey. So no one can really help you get to your destination. I don't know. Maybe Amariah can. We have some, We you can help Amariah. You have some things, don't you, that can help people? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have some opportunities for folks to engage in Reiki with me. So the first one is on Monday, December 21st at 7.30 p.m. EST. It's a winter solstice, Shavasana and Reiki celebration with my friend. Whitney is going to guide us into a restful Shavasana. And then I will What's offer... That mean? I'm the- sorry. What? I raise my hand. I'm gonna raise my hand. Oh. And bring me to the stage. Okay. What is a shavasana? What language is that? Yeah, it's a Sanskrit word. Ooh. And true. Uh, Go off. If you've ever been to a yoga class, the very final pose that most instructors like help people into is corpse pose. So it's the one we're laying, laying down on the floor and it's meditative and like really helps you integrate all the things that you've been doing in the practice prior which is really important so we're gonna be whitney's gonna lead a shavasana and i'm gonna send reiki to all the participants at the same time so it'll be a deep rest that's beautiful oh my god so you what you said deep rest deep rest yes and yeah it's gonna be really great it's on winter solstice which is already a really heightened experience because of it's mostly night day (laughs) registration is ten dollars and you can find out more information at bit.ly backslash 
Solstice Celebration 2020 to learn more. Oh, wow. So the Savasana is a resting thing that I need to like bring a blanket? Yes, you can bring blankets, eye pillows, any of your favorite props that you like to use just to help you feel more the most comfortable. You can lay in your bed. You can sit if you turn all the lights off, whatever makes you feel the most comfortable. I'm about to be laying my little booty down. That is cute. Yes. And then the other opportunity that's coming up to work with me is Sunday, January 3rd at 4 p.m. EST. And it's going to be a group Reiki experience called What's on Your Heart, which. Oh, yeah. 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 So nice. I can't wait. Yes. I'm excited to have you. So you're going to get the comfort you've been dreaming of all your life. And it's going to be guided mindfulness and energy healing. We'll let out and lift up what arises. And donations are welcome. Yes. That sounds like fun. Honestly, all of this is just great because that's part of spirituality. Sitting your little booty down and being quiet. Honestly, that's really how you bring spirituality into your life. Sitting your booty down and being quiet. Shut the hell up. Eckhart Tolle said that. But that helps. You know what? I had someone do a Reiki session with me recently and we weren't able to be on video chat. So they decided to go to the place that was most comfortable to them. And they really like showers. So having this meditative experience in the shower and like I was sending Reiki to them at the same time, even though we were like in very separate locations, it was just the best place for them to receive. So you can receive in lots of different ways. So it might look different to, to different folks. Wow. I've never heard of anybody doing that before. Hold on. Let me get in the shower and send some Reiki. Oh no. Sometimes I do act like it's like a spiritual thing to take a shower because there's like religions I've seen on there's like a religion where it's like a baptism religion where they're just like constantly baptizing themselves and it's a Christian thing but it's like maybe like a John the Baptist religion though where it's like Jesus is like a God but like John the Baptist is like a God too or something I don't know it's some of the weird baptismal religion but sometimes I act like it's a spiritual thing in the shower even though it's tap water yeah water is healing no matter where it's from so if you intend that it's healing for you then that's what it's doing shut up shoot i'm gonna be in there water bending but yeah the shower is a very nice place it's a very nice place sorry i don't even watch anime is that anime water bender yeah i watched the last airbender of course oh airbender i knew it was something like that yeah that shows my (laughs) shit i've watched it like four times all the way through really so you binge watch that show four times yeah i've been proud of you for years Um, that's your spirit let it out yeah come on out spirit yeah that's how that's actually a show that would be like a good representation i would say of spirituality and like connecting with yourself and growing on a spiritual path what is it about because i um, got i butchered the name i said waterbending no that the was last great airbender. oh yeah. is there a waterbender there's a waterbender yeah at the front door anime expert thank you <laughs> yeah i mean i guess it's anime adjacent but it's no, it's it is a show about the avatar which is this like 
being a person that is reincarnated over time through generations to maintain balance in this world and the avatar like disappears and for a hundred years or something and then comes back and he's been like frozen under the water for a long time and when he comes back he has to master all of the elements so water bending air bending which he's an airbender so that's why it's called the last airbender fire bending and earth and earth bending which and it's a great story there are lots of great characters in the cast it's very fun so so you said earth bending what the fuck may be earth bending he really moved the earth like that yeah, so earthbending would be like moving rocks and just other sorts of things like metal. Yeah, mainly. Can he earthbend Donald Trump the fuck out of the White House real quick? <laughs> that would be cool. Because <laughs> don't firebend it. Just earthbend it. Just move the ground a little bit. But that's cool. I've never seen it. I really want to. I should rewatch Steven Universe. Yes, yeah, I love. I really love That's very spiritual. That's spiritual. I felt some things. Mm -hmm. I've cried so much at that show. Yeah, it's such a good show. It's so well written. I'm like, yes, it's like up there with Sister Act two, because Sister Act two is like the in my mind the best movie in my ever, but not because of Whoopi or anything. It's just so well written. It's a great movie. I love it. I've watched but, it recently. For real? Mm-hmm, yeah. Only like cable or something or what? Um, I think we rented it or something. <laughs> Not the red box. Come through. Yeah. <laughs> it was part of like Google Play or whatever. Right. But yeah, we like watched it and, and cried because it was great. It's a great this story. This too is great. It's great. Whoopi Goldberg is a freaking star. But yeah, Steven Universe, I want to watch again. I probably should rewatch The Matrix because they're coming out with The Matrix 4. Oh, That's really? That's spiritual to me, yeah. I think it's going to go straight to HBO. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited. I think I have to, you might have to buy it though or something, but I'm still, I don't give a, my mom bought me every pay-per-view Matrix. Every time. Really? She, every time it came out. I waited three years to watch each one. <laughs> And she will buy them. But the thing about my mom is that we weren't allowed to have like full cable. So the pay-per-view box is obviously there's like you could buy porn and stuff. So like the pay-per-view box was in her bedroom. So I would have to sit on the floor and watch it. So that's my memory of watching The Matrix. Sitting on the floor, waiting every three years, buying it, sitting on the floor, watching it, and then waiting another three years for the other ones to come out. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I remember watching The Matrix too. It's my dad's favorite movie. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. you should tell him Matrix 4 is coming out. <gasps> you should get him. Oh, y'all probably don't celebrate Christmas, do you? We don't, know. Okay, I'm like, get him a Christmas gift. No, never, never mind. <laughs> Slip it under his door one day. He'll be very appreciative. Yeah. Go right to the red box. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. Another, I had just thought about another show that I felt like was, oh, yeah, I've been watching His Dark Materials on HBO it's have you heard of the golden compass okay it's based on that series is based on that series by something Pullman I think that's what his name is his dark materials is it animated it is not animated it's live action but it's based on a trilogy 
of fantasy novels by Philip Pullman. Oh. Called The Northern Lights. And there are like other books too, but yeah, it's like definitely like a critique of Christianity and has some of those themes. But it's good. It's got some like interdimensional. Why is it dark material? What the hell is going on? Why don't I hear about these things? This is my favorite genre now. What is it called? His Dark Materials? Dark Materials is the series. Why is it Dark Materials? That's such a weird name. It's on HBO? Yeah, it's on HBO. Is it kids? So I read that the author didn't specify who it was for but it's been labeled as like young adult but it does oh. it's the the main character is a child well that's so good that's okay as long as it's like trans interdimensional <laughs> like i'll take it i don't care if it's a kid or not this bear is i don't care if it's a kid or not it's the bear for me i'm coming the bear with the shield on his head he's so precious uh, does yeah. he talk yeah he talks oh yeah we're watching it bye amariah yeah. we're done have a good note oh there's a monkey yeah, the so monkey talk in the everyone has like what they call they call them demons but they're like familiars basically and they're animals that basically embody the soul of the person like they share what is this rabbit thing yeah is it a toy rabbit isn't it it's like real right I don't know. It is. It looks like it's like a modular rabbit robot in a with, and she has a. Oh, maybe it's Anna. I think it's behind the scenes. Uh, okay, yeah. She has a earpiece. It looks like at the Gap, and they walk around with the headset and talk to each other. She got one of the walkie-talkie. Okay. <laughs> she got one. I think it's fake. I think it's behind the scenes. Anyway, sorry. So dark materials. His dark materials. His dark materials. Mm -hmm. It seems very intriguing. I'm intrigued. Yeah, this rabbit. Yeah, there are two seasons now on HBO. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Speaking of HBO, oh no, we probably haven't seen it. Westworld. I was just thinking about Westworld. I haven't seen it, but my partner watches it, so it's, I've heard about it. But it's robot gore. It's like it's so it's not like humans. So it's weird, but they definitely stab the robots. Because it's it's imagine a theme park. But it's robots and you can go kill and stuff and it's fine to kill. But they remain, they retain the memories. Yeah. And then they're like, we want to kill the humans because we don't want to be tortured no more. They're like, we want to be like, because they gave them personalities and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they were like, where's my daughter? And it was like a memory of a trauma. It was just like a weird thing. But the, but basically robot apocalypse. But it's this, it's the same cinematography it's given me very much westworld but because westworld was a theme park and you had like different themes like westworld and east world and south world i don't know america world and stuff like that so you had different theme parks but that's the reason why i brought it up huh yeah i've i've thought about watching it i might try it to see if i can handle it because like I, I mentioned i'm sensitive to violence and stuff but we will see yeah, it's robot violence. Like some humans die, but it's really, it's mainly the robots turning on like the few owners, like whatever. But it's more like robot drama. What's, it's very suspenseful. That's more what it is. Or isn't Tessa Thompson in it or somebody? Yeah, she's a main character. Yeah, she's great. She fucks it up. She fucks it up. I think, yeah, I can't, I don't want to spoil it. 
just in case you watch it yeah but anyway yeah I wish you the best on your TV endeavors. Westworld is gory. I don't know. I'm trying to make it good. I don't want to. I don't want to recommend it and traumatize you. I'm thinking about watching True Blood. Now that's an interesting choice. I haven't seen True Blood in a while. I can't remember if I liked it or not. Yes, I did. Cause the yeah vampires, and it was before the vampire era. <laughs> Yeah, before everyone got really into vampires again. So it was still, like, very cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you should definitely watch True Blood. Apparently, True Blood is great. You know what I'm going to rewatch? What? Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Meredith Grey has breast cancer. I'm like, now I have to start from this, from the beginning so I can make sure I don't miss anything. Because there's probably going to be some, like like, imagery in the past or something. So I saw a commercial for upcoming episode mm -hmm. and i'm like how is this show still out yeah it's still <laughs> running oh my goodness and meredith gray is still having tragic things happen to her and now she's getting a freaking cat scan wow. because she has cancer and bailey is like her doctor oh my goodness so we'll see and of course mcdreamy is like in a dream or whatever so he's back so I gotta check it out. I gotta I gotta binge watch it. Yeah, it's been a really it's been like six years since I watched Grey's Anatomy. Um, it's so good. I got a lot to catch up on. You got some work because I aren't they aren't they hour episodes? I think so. Intense emotional hour long episodes every week after week for a decade. Because I started watching in two thousand six. Oh my god, it's been over a decade. Yeah. Yeah, Whoa, it, she's still on there. I can't believe it. I got to watch it now. But I never actually finished How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, I didn't either. And I always wanted to wait to for so I might just go ahead and watch those when I get on when I go on vacation mm -hmm. for Christmas. Do you have any plans for the holiday, the the holiday, the so, harvest season, winter holiday? Sorry. <laughs> my little sister is going to come visit and stay with us for a couple days. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, I'm thinking about starting to play Breath of the Wild for a second time, maybe on master mode. We'll see. It might be too hard. What's that? Breath of the Wild is the Zelda that came out for the Switch, the newest one. Interesting. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's excellent. It's been called the greatest game of all time by some reviewers. It's really good. It's fun. And I played it earlier in the pandemic, so I might pick it up again just to see if I can play it differently or if I missed anything. Ooh, do you know what I played yesterday on Clubhouse? I played Among Us. Have you ever played that? Um, no, I haven't. You should join an Among Us clubhouse. That's a good way to introduce yourself to clubhouse Do I have is to, to play a game. People? Do you have to talk to people? Yeah. So you keep the clubhouse, your mic unmuted, and then you just play Among Us and then you just re live reaction. You don't have to talk, but you're like, oh shit, I just died. And you just say it in clubhouse. And then you, it's like a, a multiplayer game. Oh. It's like Among Us, but with the microphone. It was really cute. And I don't even like video games. And one time I was the imposter and I was good at it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to kill people. But yeah, I encourage you to get on Clubhouse yeah. and play Among Us. It's so fun. I will. It looks adorable. I would like yes. to play it. So much. But anyway, 
I hope that you have a good night. Yeah, thanks. You too. Enjoy. Yeah. And what are you going to do today? Today, I'm definitely going to try to find dinner because it's Friday. And other than that, yeah, I don't really have too many plans. What about you? I'm going to lay down. I worked a lot. I'm a working, I'm a hard working man. I got to lay down. No, I need to eat. Yeah. And find a gallon of water. What are you going to eat? Ooh, that is the question of the day. I don't know. Cheese sticks. Yeah, I would love some cheese sticks. Maybe we'll get. You remember Chameleon? Yeah, Chameleon. Mm -hmm. They have food now, and their cheese sticks are so bomb. I had three the other day. They are. It's like eating a fourteen pounds of mozzarella, but it was worth it. Yes, you said they have good pizza. And I got a pizza as well. Yes. And that was good. Now, I'm not sure why it was so sweet. So imagine Papa John's, but not shitty. Okay. It's sweet. But it was sweeter than I remembered. So I like, I think it was obnoxiously sweeter than than the roses. Yeah. It was obnoxious. I had to space it out. Hmm. It was weird, but it was good. Like, I think it might have needed to be, I think it was better the next day. Gotcha. You know how like stuff tomato needs to sit acidic, yeah. the acidity needs to like do something with it. But there, but it's so good it doesn't hurt my stomach. Good. Yeah. So it's it's like good pizza. Yeah. So I hope you have good time scavenging for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Devon. Have a good right. rest. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. 
For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.